Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland. So the fire has been ignited. I want everyone to know that Capricorn season is coming up and that is my literal season because it is an earth sign and it's about action and we are about to crank it up. I've been feeling like real just kind of reflective lately and now I'm getting all of these ideas and all of this inspiration and the feedback on the podcast has literally been phenomenal. Everybody's been like sending us pictures of their Spotify rap because uh, that came out last day of November. So yesterday and we did so fucking good. So we're in the top. I think it's the top 15 most um, followed podcast. And then we're in the top percent or the top 10 percent for most globally shared and right now the podcast is streaming in religion and spirituality, but I'm really excited because we've been manifesting hitting different charts like comedy charts and all kinds of shit. So we have a lot of fresh energy coming in. We're going to be doing um, a Q&A on one of our January New Year episodes, it'll probably be our New Year episode. So if there's questions that you have specifically about myself or Gemini, something that you want to know, something that you're, you want to know, like, how would we react or what would we do if this was our situation? I would love to answer some of those on air. We're obviously going to pick the juicy ones. So make it juicy. Make it juicy. I want that on a shirt. Before we dropped the podcast, you guys, like when we were thinking about podcast names, we were thinking about what would be good for like having late low, not logos, but like having catchphrases on shirts and things like that. And like it like a lollipop just gives us so much room to play, like make it juicy. I love it. Letter like the rapper. Oh, yeah, daddy. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> as out the podcast is like so many people see the name of the podcast and they're like what and like so many people want to like internally reject it because of the name and then they listen to it and they're like wow so this has nothing to do with what I thought it was going to be about it has nothing to do with anything that my mind told me it might and now I'm learning something and I'm expanding my mind and so many people have told me today probably six different people today told me that they're binge listening to the podcast I was told that too. Dude, my DMs, I swear, have never been more full than they have been today. Like I set my phone down and I've got notification after notification about like, I love the podcast. I love you two together. This is so inspirational. Like I, and last night when we recorded last night's episode, so last night was the trigger warning episode that we recorded and I just felt like such a different energy. I like you and I both said the word unlocked. Like it literally just felt like we were in just complete flow. And today has the same energy to it. Honestly, I feel unstoppable. I'm wondering if we can go ahead and record like nine episodes and just like close out the first season and then go ahead and go into season two in January. 
Um, I don't really know. We didn't discuss anything about what we have in store, except that we just want to put more episodes out, just more bomb content instead of holding it back. I feel like for a while, we both have been kind of concerned with scammers, people copying us, the haters, the people that want to try to, you know, you know, you know how it is. And I feel like so for a while, we were just kind of keeping everything in the, in the, the ammo in the, in the, you know, I can't even think. Yeah. But I mean, also, if you think about it up until now, we've really talked every single episode about boundaries too. And I think that us creating our boundary with this and like speaking, this is what like our purpose is. This is the shit that we avoid. This is what we tolerate and don't tolerate like season one has really just been about showing people who we are and like what our boundaries are in this moment so that people can like grow with us but understand where we are in the present honestly because when you go through a spiritual awakening of any sort you actually become a new person so not only are you relearning who you are the people around you may want to hold you to an old version of yourself like somewhere down in the in the trenches where you used to be and they want to be like holding you accountable for something that you did 10 years ago or 20 years ago or whatever. And some people will never see your growth. They'll never acknowledge your growth because it reminds them of all the ways they're being stagnant. So I, it's funny that we talk about that because I was thinking about this on my drive home today and I was thinking about it with like romantic partners and people that we have attachments with, because I've had so many people and readings who they don't share, they don't want to self-evolve because they don't want to be judged by their partner. And they think that their partner would be like, why the fuck are you dressed like that? Where are you going or whatever? And it, I really want people to know that like, just because you dated somebody or you're, or you are in a committed relationship or whatever, for a certain amount of time as a certain person, not all relationships are intended to be forever things. And if you're wanting to evolve as a person, it's not fair to you to one, not sprout your wings, but then it's also not fair to your partner for you to string them along and be a twisted version of who they were originally with. Some people grow together. Sometimes in partnerships, people grow apart and other times one person grows and the other one stays there. And it's super, um, you will start to have those feelings of like you, that I talked about last night where like, you don't understand what your purpose is, but you know that you should be doing something different and being, if you're going to be inside of a relationship, it needs to be a relationship where you are encouraged to be able to blossom and morph into whoever you are meant to be. I've been a fucking different person every year. This motherfucker has been married to me. I was just telling someone earlier about how supportive your husband is of like, I was actually during a reading because, you know, I was explaining to them that everything is in balance and not every area or every arena of your life is going to be balanced and harmonious all the time. And, you know, to count your blessings doesn't mean that you can't want more for your life. Like you can still be grateful and be very like open to receiving, but still want more. But it's when you tell yourself that this will make you happy or all of that. It's when you're not choosing happiness in the moment. And I think that's the difference between the people who are going to grow apart 
apart or the people who are going to grow together is the ones that can actually be in the moment that you're currently in, not projecting the past, the present and the future into some like twisted illusion of how you think it should be or how it should be going. You know, I know a lot of people get a certain age and they're like, I should just all of a sudden have kids because I'm this age and they're just not even ready. No, you should a piece of advice. Like I don't regret having a kid, but I regret that I didn't travel with my husband first or travel like on my own and go places and go exploring and figure out who I wanted to be first. Because, you know, like late twenties, early thirties, if you're going to be like business motivated and stuff like that, like we are now's the time to be like working hard, hustling, like having no chill and it's hard scheduling around a kid. It's hard, you know, like it's so much more difficult to do things. And also you don't really get a sense of necessarily who you are when you rush to like have kids and have that kind of a calling or for a lot of people who rush into relationships because they have been told that that's what they have to do to be complete. I think that's unfortunate. And a lot of women, we just were brainwashed from Disney movies and beyond to believe that like a man is going to save you and fix all of your problems. And I think that's such a weird twisted illusion. Like I said, if you don't have a sense of harmony and peace within yourself of like what it is you want and don't want, you're just sending mixed signals to the universe. Like if you're entertaining things that you know you've outgrown, you're allowing it. And that's what I had to like kind of put my foot down earlier with someone because it's like, I can't do the whole, I'm going to complain about this, but not do anything about it energy. Like if you're going to complain, you don't want to vent to me. If, unless it's like, I'm going to complain about this and then I'm going to go out and make changes and like do my thing. Like I'm going to vent about it. I'm going to put it out there, but I'm going to, be self-accountable as well like we're not perfect I don't do everything I say I'm gonna do all the fucking time but I do go to the gym on days I don't want to and I do do things I don't want to do and I do try to stay organized when I really need an assistant so I could be more creative and not be doing all these other things so it's like you know we all have to do things we don't want to do it's about finding balance and peace and happiness and the fact that like you could be so busy to need an assistant or you could be you know so wrapped up in your kid that you forget about yourself because like some people just abandon their kid or some people don't even worry about their priorities so it's like commend yourself and celebrate yourself for all those freaking times that you're doing the hard shit that you're doing the things it's like wow maybe I should have waited and I have some like regrets but I'm gonna live my life to the fullest because I know I can't change that now not just what you said but just anything because so many people spend so much time making a bad decision that they feel weird trying to get out of it or trying to detach from that bad decision because they're like well then I have to admit to the world that I'm a failure and you know I know people that specifically just jump from one relationship to another just to distract the audience from the real culprit and denominator here which is them you know yeah I feel like serial daters never realize that like they're actually the problem that none of their relationships work out or that if every person you've ever been with is an, is an abuser maybe you're the toxic one and like you pull things out of other people that's going to be one that like makes people uncomfortable hearing and like I get that but uh a lot of times people aren't necessarily toxic people they're just around a toxic person and toxic people can never smell their own funk 
And um, that's what I've got to say about that. You look so like regal and majestic over here with your like beanie on. I feel like I always show up like, yeah, we're about to be chilling. I'm always stoned. And then you show up and you're like, I haven't worn makeup in four weeks, but I look like I do. And you're always put together. So fucking cute. Get out of here. <laughs> Thanks, baby girl. It's like the so homeless woman and the model. I literally came to earth only for the fashion show. So if I don't wear a cute outfit, I feel depressed the whole day. Like the whole day. Your, I- your beanie looks like a Miss Cleo head wrap though. And that's what's getting me is like, you really look like you just need a tarot ball or not a tarot ball, but a crystal ball. All I want to know is when we go to the top we are going to do so many things and I want everyone to know that we're not going to forget about any of y'all like all of y'all that have been supporting us Gemini has volunteered to buy you all a baby goat if you're (laughs) whenever you're ready this once she gets big she's getting everyone a baby goat I did I I sent her this meme that said um that I pay attention to everybody that's like showing love and giving like, you know, comments and whatever, whoever supports the hustle when we're at the bottom. Cause when we get to the top and I make all the money, I'm giving everybody a baby goat. I'm about to be like Oprah, baby goat for you, baby goat for you. So I just wanted everybody to know that. So you can go ahead and write that one down in your, in your little notebook that baby goats will be going around. <laughs> you write know it in the- a notebook, call your mom and tell her. I'm doing something really cool right now. Um, For a while, a lot of my clients wanted to do readings on FaceTime. Like I've had people be like, I don't have enough storage on my phone to download Zoom, you know? So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm flexible. Well, recently, a lot of people have been wanting to do Zoom. So I'm like, well, if you want, we can record it and I'll upload it for you. And I really think it's going to be transformational for people to go back and be able to watch those readings that are a video chat with both of us. You blow my fucking mind because I just started doing this. Really? And sending people um, their video. Yeah, so I upload it to YouTube and then send them the link. And that way they have the recording of us talking. Um, It started with the mentees because they would get their readings and, you know, they're supposed to be like applying it throughout the week. And so then them being able to go back. Well, I mean, I've been sending pre-recorded video readings. I just wasn't recording the live readings unless it was with them, right? Yeah, with a birth chart. Like, I always did it with the birth chart clients, like the astrology readings. But, yeah, I started doing it with everyone this, like, just a few days ago. So, that's cool. I like that because um, I think it's really going to help people. So, that's awesome. I love it. I, you know what? Like, so much of our stuff is always, like, parallel. Like, our timing on things and, like, ideas that we have. It's even when it's not the same thing like this, even if it's just, we just had this new idea that we're going to be implementing. The other person has this new idea that they're going to be implementing. You did beanies. And I was like, dude, Coven is dropping beanies. Like we just are always, you and I are always in sync with like our moments of motivation and our moments of needing rest and whatever. Unless it's cancer season. You wasn't, you wasn't happy at all. Cancer season. (laughs) You she was like the most depressed I've ever seen you in cancer season. I yeah I don't I don't like it yeah and then Leo season came around and I was feeling like that bitch then it came in I came into that bitch energy which has sustained until really right motherfucking now (laughs) I felt like Scorpio season was really difficult for me 
And that's like my rising too. But I felt like my emotional, my emotional processing on things was off. Like my just like Shoot, my judgment was off during Scorpio season. We know. Y'all don't want to know because y'all ain't allowed to know too much because you know what? We all make mistakes, including me. And I think that everything's a learning experience. I don't regret a motherfucking thing. If I liked if I liked it or I did it or it happened, I don't regret those things. And I know some people do live with regret. So like, here's your permission, like your get out of jail free card to forgive yourself and release regret because it will transform your life. Like some people are like, I don't know why I'm always in a bad mood, but yet they go home and they worry. They eat low vibrational stuff. They complain all the time. They hang out with people that complain all the time. They drink, they do whatever. And it's like, you're the problem. I understand that the world's raining on you, but you are the core reason behind all of the discourse and chaos in your own life. Because if internally you are mean to yourself or you hate yourself or you're talking shit to yourself about something you did 10 years ago, it's negative self-talk. And I swear it has came up in like every reading that I've done in the last three weeks, like through Scorpio season to now Sagittarius season, it has been all about the negative self-talk. Your internal dialogue is so fucking important. Like when I'm resting and I'm chilling, even when I catch myself, like I'm scrolling, I just like turn my brain off. Like I'm not on the, I'm going to worry for the next three hours because I have free time. What I don't, and I'll never understand the people who are just comfortable being in that like worry vibration and they just keep it there. And, you know, you were talking earlier about people who just come to you and they vent or whatever. My almost my always response to people is, well, you were comfortable enough for you to share all of this with me. So I feel comfortable enough to like give you advice and change your mindset because this isn't it. And because I guess, because that's how like I process, I think that if you are in like a, a deep, dark moment, we all go through it. It fucking is what it is. Sometimes you live there for a second, but you have to figure out how to get yourself out. And what I never have the patience for is just listening to people talk about how miserable their life is or whatever, because what the fuck do you want me to do about it for you? I'm, I'm already, you know, working on living my best life authentically. I can't also make sure that I tell you how to live your best life authentically. Like if you want advice, I got a mentorship tier baby and I'll fucking walk you through it, but you're going to have to put an effort because I'm not fucking doing it for you. Yeah. And unfortunately I'm like, the different people respond to that type of like assertion and a boundary of like, well, I do this as a, like, this is my passion to help people work through shit like this. So I'm telling you, I'm identifying some of these blind spots that you can't see. And you're now still dancing around the fact that you are the common denominator and allowing this to be your reality regardless. And then they're like, well, I did this and I did that okay, great. So keep going. This isn't where you stop and start bitching again. It's like where you keep going and you go through the more difficult layers that are going to hurt and sting and bleed or whatever, so that you can get to the core issue. And they're like, well, I just don't know why I always feel like this. Well, let me tell you once again, you have to do all these steps to get to that core issue. It's not just like it's sitting there on the surface for everyone to see and know. That's why it's called deep seated trauma and like deep rooted generational stuff that's been inherited and passed around. So if you have 
issues with your family or issues with people in relationships, it's time to really look at the ways that you allow certain connections to bring certain energies out of you. Yep. <laughs> um, that goes back to, you know, what we used to talk about a lot, which was like reevaluating your social circles. And listen, if you don't like the way that somebody's being assertive with their, you know, I'm never going to be like an asshole and be like, your feelings don't matter. You depressed little shit. Like, no, you know, I'm never going to do anything like that. But if you have people in your world that are just going to sit there and listen to you complain and say absolutely nothing to motivate you out of that space or give you a different perspective, that's part of your problem. Because how are you going to see different examples of healing or different perspectives on things if the people that are closest around you are just like, yeah, live in, live in that, live in that little bottom dwelling. Don't ever try and get out. I'm not giving you a ladder. Honestly, I love to surround myself with people who have depth and like soul. And so really the only people I relate to are those that have went through a lot of trauma. And unfortunately, a lot of people want to try to manipulate me into feeling sorry for them. And I'm like, I see through your illusion right now. Like I'm trying to be easy on you. And they're like, well, you're being rude right now or something. Like whenever I kind of get assertive, because I'm like tired of, dancing around the fucking real answer here is that you're giving this power everyone wakes up and chooses what they give power to whether that's instagram or a relationship or someone else or anything you're waking up and giving power to stuff and it's like you can either generate power to elevate yourself and to get you further away from your starting point or you can just sit there and idle and waste gas all day I don't have time to be wasting gas. Gas is money and money is not something that I'm going to waste. Honestly, opportunities are everywhere. And so many people are just so narrow-minded about how something has to happen that they're just overlooking every opportunity that they could go around that obstacle or reach another high point that would point them in a different direction and instead they just stay on that same narrow ass path that they've been on like their whole life and that's where I really feel for people but I have to draw the line of like how bad do you want it and how bad are you willing to branch away from it like how how far are you willing to go to get away from that energy I um was feeling like I was very uncertain when I was, um, trying to figure out like prices for my site and things like that. And, and then once I started doing readings, I was like, fuck, like it's a lot of readings, but it's so much energy and I don't feel compensated. And one of my mentors was like, um, if it's important to people and evolving is important to people, they'll figure it out. People go and spend $300 that they don't have to go and get their hair and nails done so they can look some way on the outside. So if it's important for somebody to level up for them to um, be able to work on things to change like their whole life, then they're going to spend the $125 for a reading. And, you know, like, so I, I just think that us putting value inside of what we do and what we're offering other people and the advice and the friendship and stuff has to stay consistent because it doesn't matter what other people's limitations are. And also, I also were in the beginning at a point where I was trying to base my, like, 
accessibility on other people's budgets. And for mm-hmm. a while, like you said, I was like really just giving away the readings. And I don't think it was resonating as much as if you spent a hundred dollars or like you said, an extensive amount of energy and time to accumulate the funds to get the service, you're going to take it a lot serious, a lot more serious. And I do understand that money is a definite struggle in this reality, but also if you can break through those money blockages, money will be so abundantly available to you that you will be shocked. And honestly, like it really happens when you get out of your own freaking way and get out of your head. Y'all's head is like a war zone. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, well, why would you want to live in a war zone and keep going back for more? It's like, I just got my teeth knocked out, but I'm going to go back for more. Like you just got the shit beat out of you. Why are you going back for more? And it's like, this is all that I know, like this pain, this trauma, this fear, this is all that I know. And they don't know how to get away from that. And the only way that I have two things, get some people in your life that inspire you and that push you and that really see you show your vulnerable, authentic self to these people and be yourself. And the people who are meant to be there will just be there. And it's more about your own experience than the other people's experiences and perceptions. When you get your own awareness and you run with what you feel and what you believe, like the universe opens up for you. Yeah. And, and in those times of like worrying about like where money's coming in and where whatever, you know, we talked um, a couple of weeks ago about not having an energy of lack, but also like, seriously doing a grounding manifesting whatever it is that you do where you're able to release yourself and just like listen to spirit and be outside of your own self when you just have that moment and you just let spirit know that like you completely are just like trusting and open like you know that you're being taken care of you're always taken care of regardless of if it has ever worked out the way that you've intended it to it's worked out. You're still here. You're still having, you know, you're obviously you have a phone or something because you're listening to this podcast right now, having those moments where you know that you are provided for. I swear to you that you get abundance in all of these ways. And maybe that's not financial abundance immediately, but it does turn into financial abundance down the line because I feel like money is a magnet um, to like authenticity and money is a magnet to those who aren't always searching for it. It's like when you have the leprechaun looking for the pot of gold, he never finds it if he's looking for it. Also, when you are telling the universe that you need something material, money or whatever to make you happy, you're sending a clear message that you have little to no control over your own reality that your, your reality is solely based on expectations outside of you from the world, from whatever, like time and money are not real. We've just agreed that this is the exchange for like energy and currency. It's like a currency. And it's like tomorrow, everything could be different. And you've spent all your time accumulating this symbol and it's like you've got to put the symbol as your higher self and your best life and make that your goal make that the only goal that you have because that's going to bring in everything that you 
are lacking or that you feel absent of by just naturally feeling your oneness in your eternal state of being and feeling the oneness with everything brings in more than you can imagine the opportunities, the blessings, the connections, the moments of realization. And then you start to see the magic and then the magic follows you. And those moments are undeniable too, because they're, you know, like we've been talking about things that just fall into place because it's meant to be. And that just making one course decision on your path leads to so many different things. And, you know, when I was feeling like I really needed to be figuring out like what my purpose was and what I needed to be doing. I don't have that feeling anymore, but it took so long of like putting consistent energy in and making choices all the time in order to get to this point. And I think that everybody wants a shortcut to everything and everybody wants to be like, well, I was just told that I needed to do some shadow work. And so I did a couple of prompts and like, how come I'm not better now? Well, those are just to help you like realize the things that need to be worked on. And then you have to actually go and apply it. You can't just, you know, I can sit here and I can read books about candle magic all day, but that doesn't mean I'm going to learn how to control a flame. I have to actually put energy into that. Honestly, I think that the intention that you have for your reality is probably something that someone told you would make you happy. And when you get to the core belief system that's deep within you, you realize none of that makes you happy. None of that freaking matters. You get in a situation that changes your perspective on life and you realize what's important. And I think so many people are going through this awakening where it's at a dark point and it's easy to turn around and hide. Like it's easy to shut back down and just shut everyone out and go ghost and, and, you know, log off social media or hide from the world or whatever people do when they're sad. But that just tells the universe that you are not serious about your healing. You're not taking control of your reality in a sense of empowering yourself, but you're putting yourself in a box and you want to close the door and keep yourself in that box. And please stop putting other people in boxes who you see that are doing well and assuming that it has just been easy fucking rainbows and cupcakes and that everything just worked out for people. Because um, I, you know, recently I had somebody who was like, well, I would love the opportunity to work at home like you do, but I just don't, you know, some of us have to work and I don't have that opportunity. And I'm like, little do you know that while I've built, you know, this brand or whatever to be able to be at home I've worked a full-time job during the day and then I've built a podcast at night and then I've done interviews at night and I've edited in the middle of the night and made videos and I've woken up three hours before my kid does you know so like there's so much that I just want people to know that it takes effort to do things but when you're doing things that are truly like on the path that is meant for you you don't realize that you're doing work. So taking moments to just sit down and assess how far you've come is huge. Sending, I mean, the best thing Facebook has ever done for me is show me in this moment a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, because I can see the evolutions of becoming a different person. And I send them to Paige because I can't believe that a year ago I was who I was. And I did a year of nutrition and working out and you know, taking communication courses and taking it, just doing whatever. And you just evolve as a person. It doesn't feel like that's what I'm doing, but that's what happens. 
that's how I felt whenever I first started studying astrology and taking astrology classes and taking it seriously is like when I was home on Saturday, every Saturday I had an astrology class from noon to around 2.30 or 3 p.m. And so every Saturday for like literally eight months, I'd never did anything but those classes. I could watch them live at that time or re-recorded later, but I know me, if I hold myself accountable to be there live, I get more out of it. And so I would do that and it really changed my perspective on what I was capable of because despite all that, I was, I was still doing a lot of other stuff and working and running my business and all of the things. So it's like, when you want it, you'll make it happen. You'll figure it out. And when you don't want it, you'll make excuses. And I think that's where we're going to leave this little bonus episode tonight is like, only you can decide the way that you're going to play with the cards that you're dealt. Like you can't run and hide from the shitty parts you can't run and hide from the the areas that hurt because the more that you do the more that you push good people away or people that care people that want to help you level up or support you in your downfall you isolate yourself and then that reiterates the narrative that you're alone in this and that you came here alone and you'll die alone and all this dramatic stuff that I hear from people because it's like you're telling yourself that that's the narrative that you've consented to the narrative that you're agreeing to and the narrative that you're continuously manifesting so if you want better you got to make wiser decisions based on what your future self would want you to do because your present self will not want to do the work that it's going to take to become your future self to be in tune with your higher self takes consistency it's not just like oh i did a prompt or i meditated once and i read a book you know People, whenever I drop words like that they don't know what they are, instead of just going and looking it up, they're like, oh, I don't know what that means. Okay, well, fucking Google it. And that's all I'm going to say. The Oracle of Google. It's great for so many things. Um, I agree with everything that you just said. I don't have anything else to say after that. Mic drop. We love you. Peace out. Bye.